This week on the Pushball Lace Podcast, Fitspiration, Booty Workouts, and trying to be credible on social media. Uh, three, two, one. Inspiration, Daniel. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Damik, and me, Tom Hall. What's going on, Dan? Not a lot, mate. Just enjoying the nice weather. Please do not eat raspberries while doing the podcast because that would be really <laughs> fucking annoying for everyone, not just me. I'm gonna eat raspberries all the way through this, so I hope no, you're, you're not. Uh, Don't do that. Listening um, hard, guys. But yeah, the um, sorry, this podcast coming a day late, guys. Tom. Had a cold yesterday. Aww. I yeah, had the. Had bit, he was a bit ill. He had the sniffles. Yeah. Do you want to? No, do you want to actually go through my day? It was fucking. No, awful. mate. We don't want to go through your day because we've established before we came on air that you're being a pussy. There's far greater things <laughs> in the world, especially this week, than you dropping your phone and having the sniffles. And, Move on. And and uh, on. and I got a puncture. Yeah, big whoop, mate. I know. You should. Well, do you know what you should have done? You should have got a new scooter, mate. Instead of taking your bike, shouldn't you? <laughs> Let's go. I've been cycling to work. It's lovely outside. It's absolutely amazing. But well, yeah. you do need to burn some calories, so mate, probably a good job, mate. Massive. We need to mm. stand next to each other and all. No. All right. All right. We actually asked. We yeah. We opened the uh, opened the show out um, as we're such lovely hosts um, to you guys. So thanks for everybody who posted on that little thread. We posted a serious question. Yeah, we? posted a serious question. There was a few. Um, Bullshit, Fred, um, on there. But yeah, it was it was it was alright. The best, ones. the best, the best one had to go to Rakesh. Um, and Rakesh, <laughs> to be honest, mate, I have no idea why you've not been picked up yet. It, it baffles me. You've got you've got the looks, you've got the hairstyle, you've got the comedy value, and you've got the glutes. I don't I don't no. get it, mate. I mean, and he's standing right next to a core bag. I mean, I don't know what he's and using he's, it for. And he's got his team box leggings on. I mean, I know. Literally, like. It, it baffles me, Rakesh. It just shows you this industry is just messed up, mate. No one, no one can put a finger on it. But yeah, but yeah it's great. But we're going to pick out some other ones, um, not some of the crap ones. Um, so we're going to we're going to go through. We particularly like some of the the subjects that will probably raise a few eyebrows, and it's what we like doing. And we 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 had uh, where was it from? We had D Thompson and Sophie Kelly mm-hmm. and Fran Bolt. Basically, all females wanting, all wanted to know our view amongst the female Instagram and social media population, which is a bit odd, I guess. When we yeah, because we because we, we, we dominate that arena, like, <laughs> we, we absolutely dominate it. But I think we um, before we go any further, it would be wise if you haven't already to go back and listen to the podcast we had with Emma Story Gordon, um, where we yeah. discussed a little bits about that as well. So she so she kind of gave her view on that as well, which will probably. Um, expand on this episode. Um, I mean, that, that's this just the social media stuff. And then, if you go even further back, we did have Lisa Lewis on, and she talked about how she was she's pigeonholed as a coach into thinking that she's going to be psychologically inclined to coach women, and she and obviously not the case. Yeah. So you can see how basically sexist views creep in. Um, mm. So. I think it's it's interesting for us because we're going to have to disclaim that both me and Dan, no matter how it seems, we're not female. So this is a completely male point of view, I'm sure. Mm. Yeah. I can I can vouch for myself, Daniel. But well, well, the thing is as well, like it's it's someone out there would be like, say some I know he he doesn't listen, but someone like Boxy would be like, oh yeah, but he lifts like a girl. It's like again, it's pretty sexist. Like I wouldn't even say that. <laughs> um, there are plenty of females stronger than me. Yeah, That's ditto. Not, Absolutely it's ditto. Not, it's not hard either, really. No. But anyway, never mind. Not a pal. <laughs> Just a bodybuilder. Little tiny Daniel. Little tiny. <laughs> little tiny oh, what, child what under was, 12 year old bodybuilder. <laughs> what was the uh, the post that Mike put up of uh, Team Cox? Oh, so we left the office for about an hour, I think, me and Steve. And by the time we came back on Instagram stories, Mike had drawn six penises on the whiteboard. Oh, it's unbelievable. And he, he gave them all names, and they were all um, shaped towards a certain individual in Team Box. So I, of course, was the tiny, skinny, you, 
penis. Yeah, you and were. And Emil yeah. was the big fat penis. <laughs> uh, and Laura had big balls because obviously she's a female. Um, so that was quite um, funny. If you don't get that joke, you will have to have seen it. Maybe I'll try and get a screenshot of an old of, of Mike's picture yeah. um, that he took and uploaded it to the group because it was quite funny. But um, <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of that scene in Superbad where he's like, I don't know what it is. All I used to do was just draw cocks all the time. <laughs> Not serious. I was like, yeah, it's serious. You're a weirdo. Um, and I also found one in my, um, my, my notebook as well. I was just flicking through it. And then what do you know? Somewhere in here, Mike's drawn a penis and I can't remember where it is now maybe I've taken oh there it is look Tom can see it now I'm showing it to Tom He's, yeah a penis just a penis like... and the funny thing about Mike is again Mike has listened to this show but I know that <laughs> he has never seen a penis that big in his life I can tell you I can, I can tell you that for a fact <laughs> so I don't know I don't know how he gets the imagination to draw these these penises I mean oh. that one's probably real life size that one it's like okay. a couple of inches so Maybe that one's a bit realistic, but yeah. It's great. Anyway, that's, so just, that's, Mike, that's Mike's skill. That's what he brings to Team Box. So. Well, this show has taken a little turn that I wasn't really expecting. I was talking uh, penis talk hey. five minutes in. Great. All right. Hey. Light-hearted. So it's, <laughs> it's light-hearted. Or blunt. That's right. All right. So we got... Should we go these Sophie's? Yeah, so they kind of um, they kind of merge in, really. So I guess we had the question: anybody that's not in the group, go get yourself in the group. Then you can you can see this stuff that goes on. Um, Females trying to make a name for themselves in the fitness industry. Do we have to show our tits and ass and create a thirty-day booty program? I think that's ass. That's it's 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 spelt wrong. Mm. Wonderful. Um, And then Sophie was um, listening to a recent podcast by Shredded by Science, boo, about how inspiration is causing body image disorders. Looking at the likes of Instagram, etc. Really good topic, blah, 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 blah. Um, Podcasts are too heavy. I think a lighthearted, informed approach would be great. I think that's where we come in, Dan. And then Fran Bolt comes in. She's from MNU, right? So, Mm. um, yeah, so she she should be informed. It'd be cool to hear you guys rant about the constant stream of booty guides again touching up there mm-hmm. and unqualified influencers and how do we think that people are actually qualified to present themselves on social media as being such titans on social media ourselves Daniel which is quite mm. interesting um, I guess we don't have to share our views on this yeah I think it's 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 a very difficult subject to talk about um, and, and I want to preface this by saying that this will be i guess a sort of light-hearted blunt view of it like i don't want um people to think that like this is our definite view on it or whatever and it's just sometimes my view um and it's that my first thing i would say to you d is that to if you want to, to get your name out there and you want to be credible then be credible uh, and just wait for your name to get out there like you're not going to be able to probably do both um, in my opinion, that's just my opinion. The way the fitness industry has gone, yeah. um, having been at Body Power, um, I can tell you now that there were a lot of people there who looked good, but um, I wouldn't go and ask them for any kind of advice on nutritional training. Whereas if I knew you, you were good and you knew your stuff, I would go to you. Um, and I think it's also false to believe that followers equals success um and i i think that um that is a real bogus kind of way of looking at it um i'll give you an example so i was at cricket the other day one of the lads who's nineteen twenty came over to me and he's wow. in the team whatever and he's like oh did you see this bird uh, who works at gymshark or, or that thing you went on body power he meant and I was like, I, I probably did, but I don't remember her. Or, or, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, she posts Instagram every day. Look at her tits. Look at her ass. She looks incredible. She posts all these, like, posts like this all the time. And persisted, he'll go through and show me all this, these pictures of her. And, um, and yeah, she had a great body. Like, I'm not saying she didn't. But my point is that I know that he and his mates will be following her for the reason of just looking at her pictures. So, she, yeah, she might have half a million followers, but... And and I and I'll, and I'll be light-hearted and blunt about it because I was with Tom before we came on, and I'll say it again: I'm not going to hold the punches. But how many of her followers are just 
you know, enjoying those pictures because they want to enjoy the pictures and not actually give a shit about her, what she's got to say for herself or buying Gymshark kit or buying any training plans off her. Um, I think that's the first thing to remember. And then I think the second thing to remember is um, for you, it's a case of going, you've got to be the exception to the rule. Like if you are the person who puts out those pictures and does a booty program, then you're, you're becoming part of the problem. I think you have to really attack it head on and, and be the, the change that you want to see. As corny as that sounds and as stupid as that sounds, um, I, I think that's, that's reasonable. Now, the other end of the spectrum is you can do it in a non-provocative way. Um, you can look good with clothing on. I think that's a really good way of putting it. <laughs> you don't have to go as far as they're going um, but sometimes to catch people's attention, you're going to have to to look a certain way. I think the same goes for guys. I don't think it's any different. Like, there's a reason that I'm not posting many pictures of how I look at the moment because I don't look very good. And there's a reason that I'm recycling old pictures of when I do look good. And it's because, to be honest, no one really wants to see it. Like, no one out there is going to catch their attention and going to go, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Look at him. He's overweight and he's not really that lean. Now, you could argue that... You're paying, um, like... You're probably- it's right into my wheelhouse, Dan. That's all I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, but it's like another good example is, is that there's also the people out there who will post um, viral videos of them looking awful, in awful shape. And they'll be like, oh, I'm happy with my body. Like, it's okay and all this sort of stuff. And that's great. And, and that's a, a positive message to send to people. Um, but Are we referring you know, to a video there? Are you referring to a video? In particular, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. yeah, 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 just, just yeah. In case. All right, of, cool. a gu- of a guy in a field, overweight, like not really that lean, not really that big. You'd probably type that into Google, and then you'll probably find um, it. Um, yeah. But it's it's kind of that whole thing of yeah, okay, and I understand that that's a good positive message to send to people, right? But I know that that person is also putting out transformation photos to say, come and sign up for my new product or my new thing that I'm doing, my new program that I'm writing. And that's where I have an issue is you either in one camp or the other, in my opinion. Um, and if you are in the camp of like, love your body, you don't have to be lean, you don't have to be shredded. Don't expect people to come to you wanting to, to lose weight. That's my, that's kind of my opinion on, on that. And I think with, with females, the reason that they are doing this is because they want people to sign up to their programs who are probably already in half decent ish shape, I guess, so that they look better when they do their booty program and they can do a before and after shot and they actually look okay at the end of it because it makes them look better again. Um, I think I've kind of got off on track a little bit, but it's, it's the mixed messages that they send. Like the amount of times I see someone post on social media saying, um, social media is just a, a facade it's just um highlight reel don't believe it don't all this sort of stuff but then you look back on their feed and they're posting loads of pictures of them in a bikini and you're like hang on a minute like either stick to one message or the other don't try don't confuse the people that follow you um and i think that's something that's really really important i think you get more credibility by sticking to your guns and going one way or the other and saying saying it like it is <laughs> i think uh so Souk put out a post uh, quite recently, and I saved it because I wanted to refer back to it, and it kind of made sense to me. Um, especially with like the whole, in what Dan's talking about, I guess you're talking about from a business point of view and how you're attracting people to your page or how you want to be perceived, um, I guess, as a female coach or somebody on Instagram. Or, so he posted out and basically just the advice of pick five things that you are passionate about you really like within fitness or health or whatever really know your shit about um and then just focus on those five things and then don't waver from it don't be like oh i'm gonna get sucked down actually glute training is not really my thing i have no idea what i'm doing talking about that i'm not gonna post booty guides and all that shit i'm not gonna post photos about being in my bikini and saying or fat photos or whatever so just fit i think pick like five things that you've got a generalized topic of and then stick to them like dan says stick to where you're where you're going and then people will come to you for those things i think um personally so like i generally get kind of lifting and biomechanics questions because i've never wavered um from that kind of stuff because i've always been no i 
I do lifting, I do mechanics, I do rehab. That's that's my thing. I'm not the qualified nature of Dan through nutrition. So I think you've got to, yeah, and kind of presenting yourself on social media. I mean, the booty guide thing, who's probably, we could probably say Jen Selter is probably the biggest name out there who's done the booty guide. So mm. I think I, th- I, don't, I honestly don't know. Like again, I don't. I but again, I don't follow any of them, so yeah. I don't see it. So again, it's, it's it is a little bit harder for us to comment, I guess, because I yeah. don't really. really oh, I, I follow them all. Then, so um, yeah, yeah, but no, that's, 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 <laughs> yeah, but that's also my point, though, right? Is that Sorry. actually the people who maybe do know their shit kind of go, you know what? I know that they're an idiot. Like, I'm yeah. not going to follow them. So there's also that aspect you have to remember um, that I think is is important for you to get your head around is that if you're trying to be credible in the industry, then the people who are in the industry will know you're credible. And it's why, um, you know, when we reached out to Emma and get her on the show, it's the reason, one of the reasons I love Emma and I love the stuff she puts out is that she kills it because she's very, very knowledgeable. She's shredded, but she doesn't post pictures of her ass all the time on, on Instagram. And like we talked about it at length and, and go, like I said, go back and check that podcast out. But um, the other thing I will say is that if you work hard for a physique and you work hard for your body, I, I've got nothing wrong with with showing that off. Like people who follow me on Instagram will know that I do post pictures of me looking lean, but that's all I've got. Like I'm not strong, I'm not big. Like that's all I have to kind of cling to, really. So it's it's kind of like I've worked hard for it, and I think that showing that is is okay. Um, I and I think that a lot of females who who I have followed in the industry work just as hard and get just as lean and show it off just as well or just as much, but just not in the provocative way that I think you're talking about. Like, I think we have to remember here, there's a fine line between what we're talking about in that, is it just sexualization or is it, you look good. Um, and for me, that's the fine line. Like guys, it's a little bit different. Um, to be honest, I, I don't know why it is, but it seems to be a bit different. Um, but again, it's, it's with females is you very rarely get a shot of them training or of their, abs or um anything like that it tends to be like like we talk about very sexualized um because they want to engage people and they want people to follow them but again it's that whole thing of people will follow you if you put out good solid content whether you you know whether you believe it or not they will like would you rather have five thousand followers who follow you for great content or a hundred thousand followers who follow you because you look good in a pair of tight shorts like i think you know, you have to kind of go back and go, right, what do I want to get out of this? Um, and if you want to be known as a, as a serious strength and conditioning coach in the industry as a female, um, then put out seriously good strength and conditioning content. And people will read it and people will flock to it. People will share it. Um, and I think that your, your question of making it in the industry is, I think you're thinking of that in the context of followers. And I think that's the totally wrong way to look at it. Um, I think if you make a name for yourself in the industry and enough people respect you within that industry, um, you'll have the confidence to then put out that good information consistently and the followers will come to you as a byproduct of that. Um, that's just my view. But Yeah, I think a lot of people get sucked down the followers route. And I see it all the time in my gyms. So everybody's trying to get more followers and doing that, and that's that's literally the first thing they'll say is how many followers do you have on your like Instagram, Tom? I'm like, mm, I don't know, but I have only a thousand, over a thousand people listen to my podcast as soon as it comes out. So I think that's pretty cool. That's but, exactly, yeah. That's they're the little things I think you you maybe need to think more about is is at what point is is follow account a useful gauge of whether you've made it in the industry or not? Um, because I've started. I've I, I have recently up to my Instagram game in the last six weeks. I have did you? a, have I did you? a, cheers, mate. <laughs> I did a um I did a little five day course. It was free and and got some real good tips from it. And I look back at the data and I my followers have the amount of over the last the six weeks prior to the course. I think I had fifty followers in six weeks, and in the six weeks prior to the after the course, I think I've got one hundred and thirty in six weeks. So it's working, but. Um, the point of that is that he, he, the guy who ran it was like, look, you'd rather have 10 people follow you who are going to buy something from you than a thousand who never will. Um, and that's the thing you have to remember is I go on my followers now and I look at new, a lot of the new followers I get who've stuck around and a lot of them are private profiles 
with very few followers who follow quite a few people. So I know that they're probably on Instagram looking for advice. They're not these people who have got 10,000 followers with following 10,000 people who are just putting out loads and loads of shite all the time <laughs> because they're not going to buy anything from me. So I'd rather that I go on there and look at my following that I get and go, actually, if I can, by the end of this year, have 2,000 followers and I know that majority of them are going to be like, if you, if I say something they're interested, I'm happier with that than I would be with 20,000 and I have to deal with the shite that you get from that, people wasting your time um, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and just liking your pictures just because you've got skin out like brilliant i'd want people to engage with it because it's actually useful information the picture maybe attracts them to the post but then the text needs to be something useful rather than just chilling by the beach like brilliant it's not gonna <laughs> help anyone like why don't you put some information out on instagram that's gonna help people explain to them about how to like i one of the best posts i put out was how to set up a full body program it got so much interaction so many likes whatever um and it's because it's good information. Like, I just genuinely believe if you put out good information, you will, you will get there. But uh, with, with that, I think playing devil's advocate is you have to kind of play the game. I know Dan is because he does put out pictures of him looking loot. So that's, I guess, just a little, like, bit of, little bit of eye candy, just to, just to dangle something out there and then and, and, bring and in. That's what, so. And, that's what, and that's, what em, that's what Emma does so well. And I hope she doesn't mind me talking about it because she's not here to, to say anything about it. But that's what she does so well as well is that is you look good. Like, okay, you look good, but you're not sexualizing it in a way. I think that's the, the difference here is like it's not a straight up picture of you just shoving your ass in front of a camera. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Whereas the way, she, the way Emma does it is it's <laughs> – it's done for almost like a reason. It's like, yeah, here are my abs. Like, they look good. Like, it's not done in that kind of way. Um, and it's kind of that thing of you do, in my opinion, have to practice what you preach in this industry. I'm a firm believer of that. And I can't, I don't think I'll be swayed from that viewpoint. Um, I believe you have to be someone who says, well, look, I do this on a regular basis. Um, so I know what I'm doing. Like, it's like with you, Tom, being a strength and conditioning coach, knowing biomechanics, you have to be somewhat strong. Like it's inevitable. Otherwise, you people are going to go. Well, where's the social proof, right? And that's the other thing is, there's a fine line between you deadlifting with in your pants trying to get followers, which is never going to happen, um, or you providing some detailed, accurate representation of the biomechanics of a deadlift. Challenge accepted. Well, yeah, don't. More <laughs> people are going to be interested in that. Um, so I do believe that you 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 attract what you put out. I, I'm a firm believer in that. So. Um, my advice would be stick to your guns, put out great content, and you probably are going to have to, like Tom said, be a little bit baity with it and be a little bit like, I still look good, or um, I do have decent arms, or I do have good shoulders, or I have been lean, or I do get lean, or whatever it is. You just don't have to get your tits out to do it. Yeah, just be clickbaity. We 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 do it. Fuck it. I, every now yeah. and again, I do it with the titles of the of the show, and believe it or not, like talking about bench pressing or talking about getting shredded, gets more listens. Amazingly, even though if, if we go on a tangent and we talk about fucking I don't know burgers for half an hour, that's absolutely fine. But more mm. people have clicked on listen or clicked to through the link. I know that that happens. Um, we've got the data to back that up, so you might as well get them there. And if you can gauge them, then that's great. If, if, or they might just fuck off, but at least you've managed to get them kind of squeaking through the window already um and the other and thing then, with instagram is you can set it up sorry tom just to cut you off you can off. set it up i just remembered um like i can actually look at the audience of my page my following so i can actually see the rough demographic of, of who my clientele are so again if you're got two hundred thousand followers but 50 percent of your followers are male and you're a female who's trying to reach other females and empower them like you're doing something wrong like you're literally doing half the amount of stuff you're doing wrong like so you've actually only got 100,000 followers. And when you actually break down the demographic... That's, that's I, an interesting again, topic, actually. What, what is your demographic? Because I was looking at mine today. What, what, what does yours break down to? Uh, my phone's over there somewhere. But I think it was... Um, mine's pretty evenly split between men and women. Yeah. Um, but the age range is bang on where I want it to be. Um, I think it was the most 80, common... 80 plus? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love the 80 pluses. <laughs> um, it was, I think, between 25 and 34 was my like, standard yeah. one. So, but again, the argument, the argument there, of course, is that that's the majority of people who are on Instagram anyway. So yeah. it's always going to be. I think if you, if you specialize on Instagram and your specialist age range is like 35 to 40 or 20 to 25 or whatever it is, 
and you nail that on your following, I think you're doing a very good job. I think that's the, again, that's the key is having the data. And it's just like we do with strength training, nutrition, whatever. Having the data is really important to look at and go, right, well, what are my followers? How do I speak to those people? Because that's going to help with that side of things, with the content you put out. Is do, What language do I use? If your age range is a bit higher, you could probably talk a little bit more intelligently. If your age range is a bit lower, potentially shorten the amount of stuff you write and maybe make it a little bit more clickbaity, a little bit more interesting. But I think as you get older, 30 to 40-year-olds potentially are a little bit less prone to clickbaity stuff. And they're more just like, actually, I just want to see good information. Um, so I think there's also those things to think about. It's not just a case of posting a picture seeing the likes go up and go, well, I'm doing well. It's, <laughs> it's not about that. It really isn't. Like You need to look into it a bit deeper and think about who's on at what time. Think about the demographics you're trying to reach and think, okay, are they going to be on Instagram at this time of day? Um, when are you on Instagram at what time of day? All these questions that maybe you need to think about first before going, should I post a picture of my tits and ass? I think that's the, that, they're the places to go to first, right, is when my demographic online what do they want to read about? What do they want to see? And post that. Don't just, don't just post something for the sake of trying to get likes and followers. Like I said, you'd rather have 100 followers and people who you want than 1,000 of people that you just don't. So my demographic is, uh, is kind of a... two me. Two-thirds <laughs> two two-thirds male compared mm. to uh, a third female. Uh, I attract more males. Than, uh, it's, not, it's not a surprise. Not a shock, my clientele. Um, yeah, than uh, females. Mainly because of the strength thing. Is that still let me, Karen, go, is that, let me go get my phone and I'll actually look at mine right now. You carry on. I'm going to carry on talking. Great. And you then just turn off your microphone, Dan. Brilliant. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think we've gone off topic slightly as well because I think they actually wanted to hear us just rant about um, a constant stream of booty guides. So I'll rant about that. So Jen Selter is probably the most prominent one in the booty guide world. And... I think she she got called out, but I I, I remember Brett Contreras, the glute guy, uh, talking about uh, Jen Selter. And the fact is, um, I'm not, I'm sure if I'm thinking whether she's got implants or not, but whether she she might uh, she got mm. massive ass. But the fact is, when I've seen her programs, and it's just a variety of like lying, like I don't know, fire hydrants, kickbacks, all this stuff, like glute raises, and then that's it. The girl's got phenomenal genetics and that was the outline of basically brett's post was like literally 0.1 percent of you from jen Selter's booty program will get a mm. booty from jen like jen Selter. and the fact yeah. is that when these misinformed unqualified fucking influencers influencers uh post these guides is that they f they forget about that they forget about genetically probably to get big glutes just uh, we talked about like uh i don't know calf stuff before but genetically to get big glutes on a shit booty program it's terrible to get big glutes and nice firm ones on let's say a nice progressive overloaded glute program mm. with actual stimulus um that's an illicit some sort of change and effect in the muscle yeah, that, that might actually get there. I'm going to say 95% of the people, if they do it correctly and follow a plan well, that's going to happen. But again, unqualified influence, gimps. Um, mm. Shout out to my I think I think the other thing as well is that these people just play to their strengths like they're, they're morons. Yeah, So they don't have a brain, so they have to use their beauty, right? And that's the... That's the that's the, the nuts and bolts of it. Finish right? my and raspberries, Dan. Finish my raspberries. Thank God for that. Um... <laughs> is that they're just playing to their strengths. Like, yeah, these programs are shite. They are copied and pasted from somewhere, some favorite magazine probably. Like, they literally are, there's no thought put into it. There's no, and they didn't get there by doing the program, but it doesn't matter. Like, they're just going to sell it for all it's worth, and they're just selling out. Like, they are selling out. Of course they are. Like, they don't actually care about people. They really don't. And, and, and again, if they did, they wouldn't be selling those programs. Like it's no, pretty did you, simple. Did you, I sent that picture to you like the other day. One, um, there was it was in the UKPT group, quite an active group that I love being in. It's so funny um, on Facebook, and it was like somebody that was asking about uh, online programming and online coaching. It was like, oh, has anybody got a huge, big, big, like oh, yeah. big thing, like over a hundred clients or whatever? And this one guy was like, I've got over eight thousand clients. Uh, I can help. And me and Dan were like, uh, what? I'm sorry. What? Eight thousand clients. 
Zero he must have fucking... meant he must have meant like eight thousand ebook downloads or something. Like, but <laughs> uh, it is, and 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 again, it's hard. And like, I think I I, I honestly don't know the answer to the question. <laughs> I I actually don't like. What do you think of these people, Dan? Bluntly, as we've been asked to be blunt. Like I said, they're fucking morons. Like they are, they're morons. But there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are morons who get rich. Look at the made in Chelsea lot. Like they're fucking morons, but they get rich because well, they get richer because daddy's already rich. But they get richer and and it's like and but people watch it. People I know watch it, and I'm like, why are you watching this? Oh, it's because they're morons. What? Yeah, perfect. Oh yeah, but it's it's quite funny. What? Yeah. They're morons. But every time you watch it, they get more money in a roundabout way. Oh yeah, but it's funny, and it's like, oh, it's not funny. You're just, you're just, you're, you're adding to the problem, um, and and that's what these people are. They're just morons. That's my view of it, anyway. They don't know anything. <laughs> if, you, if they, and the reason they don't debate, and the reason they don't get in front and speak at conferences, because they know fuck all, and they wouldn't be able to have a debate with anyone, a scientific, intelligent debate with anyone. That's so true. So on the back of that, um, Sophie asked about. I guess, I guess it's still within the uh, Instagram one. So these influencers. Um, but kind of treading onto a little bit more of a topic is the Fitspiration causing body image disorders. Um, body image disorder, but kind of link in with like I don't know eating disorders, etc. I'm gonna guess. I I, I think again, it's it's, it's a dangerous area subject. to be, be talking yeah. about. But but again, at what point do you define body image disorder? Like I look at my body and I'm not happy with it now. Like, is that a disorder? Or is that just because I know I look shit? Or is that because my view of shit or good has been changed because of how lean I've got before? I again, like, it, it, how do you define it? Like, how do you say <laughs> you're so you've philosophical? Got you're so philosophical now. It's great. Well, but it's true though, isn't it? Like, how 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 can someone tell me that I've got body image disorder because I don't like my body at the moment? That doesn't mean that I don't I don't. That means it doesn't mean I have negative thoughts about myself and that I hate my body. It just means that I'm not 100% happy with how I look right now. But then I'm not going to be because the leanest I've ever been is so is, is been and gone and I'm not going to be there for a little while again. And I've got to accept that and I have to deal with it. But is that a disorder? I don't think that's a disorder. I don't think it's... Yeah. I think when, when, you're, when you're going into body image disorder, it's like, yeah, what, what, what does it mean? Like, Does that mean that I, I'm... Do I look at myself and go, I wish I was as big as a meal? Like, I'm never going to be. Like, deal with it. Chin up. Move on. Like, to be the best version of you you can be? Like, so, again, it sounds really, really corny, but it's if you're trying to be someone else, you will fail. You will 100% fail. Like, 100%. And banter between friends is one thing. Like, me always joking with you that you're never going to get shredded. And it's like, but again, for you, that's not a goal. That's not a primary motivator for what you want to achieve whereas for me maybe it is but you're bigger than me and you're stronger than me so that's that, that's your goal that's, and that's been recorded um, yeah well, mate, it's, again, <laughs> it's not hard it's really yeah. not hard like look at me um, but again I, don't, I just don't really know like it's not is it fitness? Is it Instagram? Is it these people posting these pictures that makes us feel that way? I don't think it is. I think I, I don't it's know. I think I think the I think the the flip side of that coin is the fact of uh, I know Gordon Greenhorn posted a study. Well, he didn't do the study, but he did post the study and went a bit a little bit at uh, cleaning in Alice, Alice Levine, or whatever her name is. Um, and fair play to her, she did come back to it and was like, "Oh, I don't really like this. My my face being the face of this was it was like orthorexia basically, mm. um, and the rise of or the appearance of like social uh, eating disorders within social media because of the fact of clean eating is a thing. And we we we've ranted about that before. How it shouldn't have title, it shouldn't have uh, labels, etc. But mm. fair play to her, she was like, "I really want to move away from my." My name. Um, whether that creates is that a body image disorder? Well, eating disorders. Um, that kind of creates the same kind of thing. It's coming a disorder from Instagram, but because it's it can be just a highlight reel, and it can be that, and it, I'm sure it can be depressing. Um, just looking, flicking through, and thinking, shit, I want to look like that. Shit, I want to look like that. Shit, I want to. Look like that. That's why I've, I think we have the responsibility every now and again to be like, I don't look like this all year round, which is what we do, which is what we say, mm. and it gives you credibility. And the fact is, I'm a real person. I'm not this fake booty that's just sitting there. Great, I'm on holiday. Great, I'm on a boat. Great, I'm on this. And you're like, hang on a minute, that was two years ago. That post, um, yeah, it was mm. very odd. I think we've got that responsibility to do that. 
as credible sources. I think, I think people, and again, I think, but I think people see enough of me or you or whatever to know that, like, we don't know that all the time as well, which which kind of yeah, helps. Yeah, but, we don't, but, but, we're, you know, we're not con- like. There's some people who are constantly on a diet, right? Who look like that year round. They do look pretty good year round, and some people just have better better genetics than others. Like that's another thing we've not touched on is. And again, the, the lay public don't know that. They don't know that someone's genetics means that they walk around with abs all year round. They don't know that some people struggle really hard to get there. And, and it's, it, is, it is hard, but I think I struggle more with the fact that I want to be better. But I don't want to be more like anyone else. I just want to be better. And I don't think that's anyone's problem. I don't think that's anyone's fault that's just me striving to be better. I want to be stronger. I want to be leaner when next time I get lean. Like I, but I want that for myself. I don't want to do it because someone else has got more shredded than me or I've seen a picture of someone and gone, I wish it looked like that. I just know that at this point in time, that's not where I am at in my journey. Um, and I think it's always important to, I do all my clients. I always say to them, look, we're not going to get too high with the highs and too low with the lows. Like just because you've hit a new good, a good weight or you've just looked better than you've ever looked before, let's not get, overly excited because this could be temporary you could you know you could go back a few weeks and um it is important that you make people aware of um the changeability in your physique and how quickly it can change and how you know if you do get lean and you then you stop being lean you will be a bit unhappy for a little while because it's like hang on this is i worked so hard to get there and then it's gone again um and i, and I think that wanting to be a better version of yourself is not a problem i don't think it's unhealthy in any way shape or form i think wanting to improve wanting to be a bit leaner be a bit bigger is nothing wrong with it i think when you start looking at someone else and going i want to be like them you're then probably on a slippery slope of being um being potentially unhappy with how you look because you'll never look like them ever no matter how hard you try or have whatever drugs you take whatever surgery you have i've seen these people that go on this morning saying that they want to look just like Barbie and I look at them and go, you look fuck all like Barbie and they're sat there going, I look just like Barbie now and I'm like, no you don't look like Barbie, you're an idiot um, and it's kind of like you'll never look like that person so again, whose fault is that? I don't, I don't really think it's the person's fault putting the pictures out um, it is their fault if they're photoshopping images, like that's a totally different that's a different conversation for a different day, like um, I don't mind people having filters to shit everyone does it, it's, there's nothing wrong with it in my opinion, when you come to Photoshop stuff, um, I think you're just being ludicrous. I think that's stupid. Um, I guess filtering could be a type of Photoshopping, but I literally I mean like I, I literally mean like cutting bits away. Like you know how you see pictures and people have literally enlarged someone's hips and made their waist smaller. Like, I don't mean like filters is like one thing, and then literally changing someone's shape of their cheeks and their chin and their nose and like that's just ridiculous. Talk about then. So I I flick through filters all the time because me and you are very pasty and yeah literally i'm like which one makes me look the darkest which can i get a tan just an artificial tan and again it's and it is probably like it is probably our job or our to get a tan ability to a get a tan yeah Um, but b to to make people aware that you know that it is a highlight like of course i'm not going to post a picture of how i look now like i i just i'm not going to do it and maybe Maybe I should. Maybe right. Maybe I should post a picture and be like, "This is how I look now. This is how shit I look." Brilliant. But and maybe that makes someone else feel better. <coughs> um, but I, I, I just think, is it like, is it going to make them feel better? Because if I post it and I say I look shit or I look fat, and and to them I look really lean, you know, they might be like, "Actually, you're making me feel worse now." Because then, then you're, to, you're to, saying you look fat, and I'd love to look like that. And, and then, then to, it's even worse. To, to me, I'd be like, "Oh, Dad wants some attention." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, then that's the other thing. I always have to remember in the back of my head that how I look now, and I'm not happy with how I look now. For a lot of people, would be be good. The end goal, right, of dieting. So I again have to be careful about how I present that online and go oh, I'm not happy with how I look, I feel fat, I don't feel very good. Because people are going to be like, oh, what a fucking prick. Like, I'd love to look like that. And he's moaning about how he looks and he's moaning how he gets to eat this food and he's in off-season and he can't eat enough food. And, like, no one really knows about that and the struggles that I'm going through at the moment because it's not... To most people, it wouldn't be a struggle. So it's like, no, I don't... No one wants to hear about that shit. Like, no one... No one... Literally, no one gives a fuck that I'm struggling to get the amount of food in that I need and that I'm a bit bored with eating 
food and that I don't really care as much about training as I used to. No one gives a shit because everyone feels like that at the moment. Everyone struggles. So why are they going to want to be be wound up by someone who still looks good by the by the the you know the normal standards in in the in the world in in England? But yet they're moaning about how they're feeling and they're moaning about what they're doing. It's just it, I just don't think it sits well with me. It's um, right. It's right, Dan. I care. I care. You, you don't care. Calm down. <laughs> cool. So watch out. I think we should, I think we should bring out our own uh, booty guide. Um, personally, I think we look out. I, for that. I I get told I've got boots, but I mean, let's do one. Not, let's, let's do let's do a London. I just feel I just London feel like it would just booty. be like. It would just be like, okay, and here's a reference from Brett Contreras. Here's a reference from Brett Contreras. Oh, oh no, here's a reference no, 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 no. We, we've got to go full trial and just do a real piss take one and be like, yeah, this race five times, yeah, kickbacks. absolute yeah. kickbacks, and then just yeah, just and then we'll really enlarge. Let's just like stick tennis balls up there. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, that'd be absolutely extreme. amazing. I'm definitely doing that. That's great. My Friday's sorted. All right, um, I guess that's forty minutes ranting on that, Daniel, but. Was that forty minutes? Was it? Oh, yeah, just to yeah. update everyone about my Instagram following, just because I know everyone's hanging around at this point in the podcast just to I listen know. to. Me. I, think, um, I think they've already gone, mate. So, so I actually have sixty-eight percent men, thirty-two percent women, um, and I actually have you lie of the men of the men majority. I know. I thought it was. I thought it's not. Um, the majority of the men are twenty-five to thirty-four, and the as soon as I click on the women, all of a sudden, the main the main category stays the same. But then I've got the majority of women, the second highest following is in the 35 to 44 year olds. Oh, oh yeah. The <laughs> uh, and then I'm getting 7% 45 to 54. Oh. So, so 20% of people, so 50% of my followers, uh, 60% of men are 25 to 34. And then 56% of women are 25 to 34. But I have no teenagers between the age of 13 and 17, which is good. I don't want them on it. And I have no one over the age of... 55. I think that's just because you're... You're not down with the kids. So exactly. I don't want to be down with the kids, mate. You don't want to be down with the kids? You have no idea what they're talking about nowadays, do you? No, I don't, mate. I really don't. Like my, I'm a young'un, so, you know, what's going on? I want to have a look at mine now. Get some actual... Yeah, get some get some actual information on it. Um, what are we talking about now? Um, I guess I've got to touch base on a snoring uh, subject of scapular winging. Oh, um, yeah, we do it. It's gone quick. Just uh, very quick. So Alex, Alex fucking just said reaching, reaching an upward rotation next. Um, so pretty much that. Yeah. So upward rotation of the scap is pretty much what you're looking for to correct it. So you're probably going to look at. Retraction, suppression, like suppression, um, going down of the scapula, and that is your starting point. Um, so coming from, so if I were to take on a client who would have like, so you said assuming, so this is your client, uh, pull, cool, yeah, pull, yeah. Um, so assuming no underlying ailments or injuries, cool. Overactive traps, uh, wing scaps. So overactive traps is probably a very dominant issue within your. Field, Daniel, um, mm. the bodybuilder gains. Thinking massive traps are cool. Massive traps are not cool. All right, because um, we want massive lower traps. They're going to be the ones that are going to control those movements and be really fun and mobile and really stable. Being stable is fun, Dan, and mm. also it doesn't lead to injuries, so which is great. So you probably want to fire those bad boys up as much as possible. So you probably need to look at the pathology of the person. So looking at what they're doing in upward rotation in the, let's go, frontal and sagittal plane. Do two overhead reach tests would be one. So if Dan was filming me, this would be fantastic. But overhead reach, so it would be frontal plane, arms straight out in front of you, make sure your thumbs are up, and then by the sides make sure your thumbs are up so you're sitting in neutral um, and then just follow the scap and see whether it kind of clunks around wings out or going for anything like that um, and scapular wing is a bit dull you can get that suppress start to coach it out um, by doing some kind of upward rotation and elevation tactics for lack of a better word so like wall slides getting your serratus anterior fired up getting a load of stuff that's on the base of your scapula fired up. There's about 17 different muscles, I think you'd agree, Dan, coming off your mm. scapula. So you probably need to get the uh, the baseline of those getting 
on and trying to shut down your uh, your upper trap. So like uh, wall drills, you know those little mini bands that people use for glute drills? This is what you can fucking use them for, is a wall drill and like a walking, walking wall drill. Um, so you literally just stand at a wall, walk up it with like pulling it apart and making sure your traps are down the whole time and it's gonna stop winging. And if you did that, literally I've had a, a fair bit of success with that with some people and also sorts them out in terms of um, activating one side more than the other during a pull up or a press up, which is fucking amazing. So I'm gonna go to overhead reach, frontal sagittal plane, do an O'Neill's test if they need to do that and then go for some reaching upward rotation with a suppressed scapula and don't poke the person's upper trap, poke their lower trap. Done! Good. Five minutes of uh, biomechanical wow. And if shit. anyone's still listening, we've got um, <laughs> stupid things on the internet coming next. Stupid things on the internet. Right, this comes, like, absolutely amazing. Like, I do... Like, he, as annoying as he is, um, Sebastian James gets himself in fucking trouble. I, li- I literally just say trouble follows him. and He goes looking for it. He just goes looking for it, doesn't he? It just mm-hmm. He's like, no, it doesn't. Uh. I was like, yeah, it does. It's, just, it's so funny. Oh, the keto hacks one was hilarious, but we might save that for a little bit, get his view on it. Um, so I think what we really want to talk about is... <laughs> Flat Earth. Oh God, that was hilarious. No trolls. <laughs> There's a group called the Flat Earth Society or something, and it's got in brackets no trolls. Like that's that's how <laughs> stupid they are. They have to put that on the group because they've been trolled that much. Who the fuck still thinks the world is flat? Literally, these guys. Who is? <laughs> and on the post, I remember it was so vividly. On the post, it had ten. Seb yeah, got the, a picture they, uh, from thing. They I've had 10 out. points. Oh, it's so good. Read through them, Tom, because I oh, otherwise... Oh, it's it. unbelievable. Absolutely incredible. All right. Um, so, number one, I've never witnessed the horizon curve. Yes. And it says in brackets, yeah. yes, I have been in a plane. All right. Well, then you have. All right. Um... <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's just like, what the fuck are you on about? Like uh, this one, this one, this one. I have never felt the Earth spinning beneath me at yeah. one thousand miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you fucking idiot! Of course you haven't. That's mad. Um, there are no uh, actual. This this is one that got you, wasn't it? Do you know what there... they're thinking? They're thinking it's like a. They're thinking like it's like it's a. Like it's a... like a carousel wheel. Yeah. They're yeah. thinking like it's like a. Car- <laughs> it should be on a horse going do 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 like that, and they're like, hang on, I'm not moving. What's going on? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's absolutely hilarious. He's the kind of people that think keto works, by the way. Oh yeah, said Did no you? evidence-based person ever. Um, there are a- no actual photographs of the Earth from space. Uh, yeah, wow. There. Yep, there is. Pretty sure. Pretty sure there. <laughs> um, <laughs> water has never been <laughs> water has never been shown to stick to a spinning ball. I get that the Earth is a bowl, so it wouldn't stick to. Yeah, what? gravity. Brilliant, you, fucking yeah, because it's pulling. It's to do with the mass of the, to do with the mass of the ball. Like if you pick <laughs> the tennis ball up, it has no gravitational pull on it to hold the water in place. Fuck cards. Uh, <laughs> oh my good lord! Absolutely incredible. I mean, planes do not constantly fly downward, as to not end up in space. So I guess they have. They're, they're thinking that the planes have to. Like, keep yeah, flying, gravity doesn't, keep gravity flying down. Yeah, gravity doesn't act on planes. Even though it? there's no. like there's air resistance and like mm. pressure down on how to yeah. Never mind. Yeah, um, <laughs> gravity is a failed theory and was never proven with any experiments. Uh, yep, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just drop your favorite. Um, what's this then? <laughs> Water always finds its level and doesn't bend. They call it. Oh. They call it sea level for some reason. They. Who are they? The wizards. They're fucking hell. They're actually <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, light cannot make a straight vertical reflection over a curved surface. That's fairly mad. I've witnessed things from distances that I should not have been able to see if there was a curve. 
they do they realize how fucking huge think, the earth I think is they literally realize that they're sat on a tennis ball they, i think they think right. that like it is big right it is really big god they're so retarded those people right. do you know what I bet, do you know what? i bet i know who's in this group brett hadley and matt morgan they're oh, in that they're, group they're in every group yeah because i bet in that group as well they say five guys isn't the best burger in the world. <laughs> moving on dan wow five guys it is official though yeah it was on lab bible it was on lab bible that mm. that five guys is the best burger in america so yeah, we, 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 called it. we called it ages ago i mean they yeah they were they 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 won best quick burger on the pulley awards yeah. i mean that's just na- a nailed on win isn't it really so yeah uh, the five guys are now putting that everywhere in in their restaurants. They're putting that they won a pulley award for that. That's very true. Yeah. So if you go go check check, check the ones in London, definitely there, all over that. Oh, it's very interesting. Interesting, Dan. On uh, as we start to finish, just on my followers, do you reckon that it's very similar to yours, or they're a bit different? So we, uh, we all... I reckon a little bit different, but not too dissimilar. Yeah. So I'm sixty nine percent men. 31% women. Um, yeah. so more men. More men. You've always liked more men. Absolutely. Um, and then age range, demographic, heavily, heavily, 25 to 34. Mm. Um, and then, so I've, I skew differently to you. Oh, yeah. <coughs> I go, next one is 18 to 24. Is uh, mm-hmm. I am with the kids. You are, you are appealing to the kids. Uh, I am. Probably, probably all the emo kids. So yeah, definitely, right. it's every now and again I put a, a music post or some sort of oh, actual non fitness post out there, Dan. So yeah, hashtag awesome. Um, but yeah, do I have to pay a pound now? You do have to pay a pound. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, and then everybody's a lot of people are in London. What are your top location? I had a lot in London as well. I got London, New York, Los Angeles, Moscow. Mate, you're down with the Russians, uh, mate. And Brisbane. I get them, but that's really odd. Russia. Right, yeah, let's wonderful. call that a wrap there, Tom. We're boring people now. Very odd. All right, wonderful. Um, yeah, obviously reach out to us every way you can. Get in that group, then we will bring you no- further episodes from just listener questions, which is absolutely fantastic, guys. Um, thank you for all the questions. We will go through all of them that are on there um, if they weren't shit. Um, yeah. Who are we looking at there? Name and shame? Nah, it wouldn't be all right. Cool. All right, Dan. Peace out, bud. Catch you later.